Let us love one another, that with one accord we may confess. the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen. Amen. Christ is in our midst. He is in Thank you. When the sun's rays touch a rock, the rock begins to shine. When a flame touches an unlit candle, it begins to burn. When a magnet touches a metal object, the object becomes magnetized. When an electric wire touches an ordinary wire, they become electrified, both. All these physical phenomena are only an image or a parable of spiritual phenomena. All that takes place on an external plane is only an image of what happens on the internal plane. The whole of the ephemeral nature is like a dream in relation to eternal consciousness and like a fairy tale in terms of intransitory reality. The soul is the consciousness of the body and God is the consciousness of the soul. When God touches the soul, it is vivified and given sight. When the soul touches the body, it does the same thing. The body receives light, warmth, magnetism and electricity, sight and hearing and movement from the soul. A quote from St. Nikolai Velimirovich. Beloved in Christ, we become conformed to what it is that we prioritize in our lives. We truly do become whatever we unite ourselves to, whatever it is that we plug into, this is what we become. We're contingent beings. We have no life in and of ourselves. We are needful. It's important for us to realize this. We are in need. But this is not the same as having the freedom to say, I need, which often means I desire. And we're not only formed by what we see, but how we see. So think about the phrase, I need to see Jesus. And then consider those contemporaries who heard of this man. Jesus, simple, wise, dignified, unpredictable, exceedingly loving, yet a rock upon which hypocrisy shatters. 
accused by the powers that be, performing miracles at nearly every turn. I think, wow, had I lived in Jerusalem and heard of such a man, I might say to myself, I need to see him. I need to see Jesus. And this very well may be the case of the crowds we hear of, thronging about, pushing in upon the man who was a sight to behold, a spectacle to those who needed to see him. Yet though even bumping against him and his disciples, they did not really touch him, nor were they touched by him. They perhaps went forth, shining the light of curiosity upon this enigma. Yet a light that produces its own radiance binds itself and only projects itself outward, seeing only that which it needs or really wants to see. What an incredible contrast we behold in the one who in her illness was not even seen as worthy to be in the midst of the crowd. Due to her constant affliction, she would have been considered unclean. The light of the curious and inquisitive ones, everyone else, would have quickly turned away from such a person. Perhaps she was afflicted by God, rejected because of some sin she committed. Maybe we will look at her only enough to provide our own diagnosis, to cast our own judgment, and to attribute it to the righteous judge who hasn't judged me with such afflictions. Or maybe I'm more gifted at veiling my afflictions. Back to the woman. I imagine her in a moment saying those same words as the others. I need to see Jesus. And maybe even I need to touch him. But as one so keenly aware of her own brokenness and unworthiness, having no light of curiosity to shine upon him, for idle curiosity is the convenience of the unbroken or of those who hide their brokenness. No need to spectate. She realizes, I need not to see, but to be seen, not to touch, but to be touched. I'm lost and bewildered, not finding my home in this world of spectators. In fact, I'm not worthy even to be touched, but if I can extend my hand to touch even the hem of his garment, it will suffice. Oh, to breathe the same air as the incarnate God is a gift in and of itself, let alone to touch his raiment. I may or may not be healed, but I will have come into contact with God. And then, in her humility, she touched the untouchable one, and power went forth. The others had their source, their reason and purpose. She was looking for hers, and so his power went forth into her. 
his uncreated energy into the being who truly needed him. Unoccupied with anything else, broken and desperate, undistracted, nothing left but the tears in her eyes and resounding rejection. Daughter, your faith has made you well. The untouchable one who touched the uncontainable God drew into herself what is proper to each creature to be animated by the life that God gives, energized not by fleeting curiosity, the vain pursuits that seemed so interesting at the time, then less so once the next big thing hits the news. To be animated by God's grace, to be called daughter and son by the lover of mankind. This is the destiny of all who would become electrified by the unassuming power of the one who heals in the way that he knows how. She was healed of her physical ailments, as were many others, but not all. But behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us, that we should be called the children of God. Beloved, now we are children of God, and it has not yet been revealed what we shall be, but we know that when He is revealed, we shall be like Him, for we shall see Him as He is. And everyone who has this hope in Him purifies himself just as he is pure. 1 John 3. So surely, when the sun's rays touch a rock, the rock begins to shine. When a flame touches an unlit candle, it begins to burn. When a magnet touches a metal object, the object becomes magnetized. When an electric wire touches an ordinary one, they both become electrified. But when the human person stands before the Lord, the God of all creation, as one who has none other help, she becomes transformed by grace. Your faith has made you well, becoming most truly what she already is a child of the living God. Beloved in Christ, this is our purpose and our true calling to be the children of God, brought back to life by His grace. This is our healing and makes all that we face worthwhile. We've entered a slumber in our fallen state and we're even tempted to return to it. Yet we hear the voice of the Savior call to us too. Child, arise. Let us not pretend to be asleep or return to that slumber. But let us arise as children of the Most High, sons and daughters of the living God, who gives himself to us freely, should we allow his light to shine upon us. May he who bent low in a manner past telling, continually make us his own as we work out our faith with fear and trembling. May God our Father be glorified in our lives.
always, now, and ever, and unto ages of ages. Amen.